Welcome to the podcast. We're your hosts, Silver and Bailey, and there's no one joining us today. We're all by ourselves. Very rarely it happens. <clears throat> Very rarely it happens, but some topics we don't need anyone else because both me and Silver are quite knowledgeable on today's topic, which is Harry Potter canon. Woo-woo! A.K.A. Why it sucks. And some parts of it are okay. Some. Some parts of it are great. But, as I have said previously in multiple other fashions, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast or not. Uh, I think last episode. Yeah, canon is a great base layer. However, I want a little bit more than a foundation. So, um, so I, we ran a kind of questionnaire on the Emerald Library server, specifically in my channel, was not advertised as a podcast thing. And pretty much the number one problem was the lack, and my one, probably my number one problem with canon is lack of character development. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It, It is mainly focused on the main and even then, Rowan doesn't really I mean, develop the other two. If you Harry. look, if you look at first book Harry and you look mm-hmm. at seventh book Harry, they're practically the same, same person, just a little like, older, a little older, little taller, a little mm-hmm. bit more magic. Because whilst I understand a Muggle raised half-blood which harry is we're not getting into how they classify half-bloods pure-bloods all that shit yeah. but a muggle raised wizard like harry and hermione would be fascinated by magic mm-hmm. i'm not saying that harry's fascination with magic throughout the series is not is oh by the seventh book he really shouldn't be that surprised yeah he should be like he's still learning he's only been in the world for seven years i mean it would be expecting you to go into the Fallout world. Yeah. And not be surprised if you've never seen a rad roach before coming across one. I think I'll be more terrified than anything, even if I know what they are. Exactly. But still, like, you would be surprised. You would be curious of, oh my god, what the fuck is that fucking thing? And... Mm-hmm. Somebody, and to have somebody who's doesn't live in that world go and say, "Well, you should know you've been there seven years." Yeah, and even then, the adults don't are shocked by every are shocked by a few things. It's like, well, uh, the main one that I yeah, it, it's it's wild, but like the the lack of character development, especially around the Golden Trio. I mean, if you look at who had the best character development in the story it's not fucking snape i'll tell you right now snape's a bastard who had the most character development in three chapters than i've seen in any other story and i'm talking three like book no it was neville (laughs) it was dean thomas stayed the same two-dimensional character he was the entire time yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> roommate number five 
Sometimes like, not that... even roommate number five in fanfic. Yeah, like <laughs> Dean is Dean is Ginny's boyfriend for all of three months. Yeah. Poor man. And that is his biggest flex in the entire series is he kissed Ginny. Yeah. So um, I mean, Neville had the biggest character development. Oh, for sure. Definitely Hermione from... stayed the same throughout this entire series. I mean, her biggest character development was Emma Watson's glow up throughout this series. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, so you you just look at the lack of character development from baseline characters now i'm not saying that we need to see character development from minerva mcgonagall and albus dumbledore no they're yeah. old established people there's not going to be much in the way of they're developing their too, character man. they got like they're 20 old. years left on them they're old they lived in this world they're set in their ways and they're going to continue living life how they live life i don't want to see that what i want to see is the 11 year old not be the same as the 17 year old yeah, I um, I agree with that. It's definitely something that, like, I I think Hermione and Ron definitely had some changes from books to movie, and obviously every character has that. Well, yeah, I mean, every um, character had changes from book to movie. So I think, like, it was more noticeable to see some of the characters have uh, grow, uh, for better or for worse, uh, in the films. You know, yeah. Um, it's Hermione in the book. Uh, books was a lot more controlling and uh nitpicky than she is in the movies. And granted, that's more for drama purposes. Um, yeah. I mean that that's that's also one of the major problems people have in Harry Potter fan fiction is if you're coming at it from a basis of the books, coming from. I read the books, I watched the movies, I want to read the fan fiction. You will inherently usually have a problem with a couple of characters. Like, yeah. And so Hermione's nitpicky ways of Harry, Harry, you need to trust Snape and Dumbledore because Dumbledore said you need to trust Snape and Dumbledore is really annoying when you consider that mm. at the time she's saying this is book five. Yeah. The Order of the Phoenix, where, mind you, Dumbledore has forcefully employed Dolores Umbridge, who is actively torturing Harry every night, telling him to trust Snape, who is actively torturing him every night, that he has occlumency lessons, and has been harassing, bullying, and belittling Harry for four years every class for the past four and a half years and now and mind you he's also been doing the exact same to every gryffindor every ravenclaw every hufflepuff including hermione yeah and now hermione is like he's a professor you should trust him and i'm looking at their track record of professors and looking at you've got a you've got you've got um uh fuck quarrel in the first book, oh, who was ho hosting yeah. Dumbledore Voldemort on the back of his head and tried to kill Harry. You've got Lockhart. Well, yeah. 
You had Lupin, who was decent as a human being, but still he not had a furry the best. little problem. Yeah, and, but he wasn't the best. But he could have been better if he was given time to settle in. And then you had the then you had fake Mad Eye Moody, mm-hmm. who actually taught who, Perry a lot. Who actually was arguably the best defense yeah. against the dark arts instructor that they ever had because he was wild. A... Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, it kind of makes you think, why did why did, did he, he teach them? <laughs> why did he help Harry so much? Too? Yeah. <laughs> like, I understand that, like, the whole plan was to get Harry, keep Harry alive up until the last task. You could have like, thrown him in a trunk. And then left. Yeah, like, honestly, like, he could have been like, come to my office, Potter. And, like, Harry goes, I'm here, Professor. What's wrong? Stupefy! <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing you know, Harry's tied up, woke, wakes up, wandless, fucking... In a trunk. Wearing nothing in his trunk in a trunk with... No- doesn't have his glasses, doesn't have a wand, doesn't have anything, but the clothes on his back... Wake wakes up tied to the fucking gravestone yeah. with fucking Voldemort and yeah Peter no Girl. seriously P- and then, Pettigrew for and some reason like, they took his shoes I always like to imagine like, like, yeah, those no. scenes or like that like someone's like oh, I kidnapped you I took your shoes though so that way when you run away it's an extreme discomfort but irregardless of that yeah. it's like and then Voldemort gets resurrected, walks up to Harry, stabs him in the heart. Like, and then he's like, "Wow, it's... that was I tried doing. I tried killing this kid three years ago. Three um, then summons his Death Eaters, yeah. sends fucking Moody back to with the instructions, kill Dumbledore. Fuck, fake Moody goes back, kills Dumbledore, and then mm-hmm. bada bing, bada boom." Voldemort is walking in like he owns the place. Like, and this is before the Horcruxes, so it would have been the end of Harry. And this is, it would have been, well, no. It would have been the end of Harry because, it, as I believe, the Horcrux dies when the host dies. So if yeah. Harry died, well, I'm saying Voldemort's hand, remember, the Horcrux though, would have died. Yeah, the, the I Horcruxes know. weren't. A thing until introduced, the next, yeah. yeah. They weren't so. introduced to the sixth book, my guy. That's true. That's right. I, I'm thinking the fact that uh, Nagani. We and, started with Nagini, yeah. And Nagini, yeah. That's when we start to experience the effects of the Horcrux, but we aren't. It's not yeah. explained. Well, the fifth book starts the link between, between him. Them. Yeah. Well, no, the fourth book does because he mm. has the vision of uh, the of Voldemort, or, yeah, of the groundskeeper getting killed. Mm. Um. Yeah. No. Looking um, back on it, he technically also gets a feeling when uh he's around Quill, right? Yeah. He his scar yeah. hurts. Damn. Harry is super the fact stupid. that his scar. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The fact that his scar didn't hurt in book two when he was r- around the diary. Yeah. Though. That part made no sense. It's sort of like, hey, you forgot all about this. Well, it it was very clearly 
thought up oh, at a after, later yeah. date before that. Like Voldemort Ron. gave him the scar and transferred a bit of your his power into you and everyone on the planet who understands fantasy and all that stuff yeah. goes. Really? Okay. I remember Is this, he Kirby? Uh pick I read where uh, it's set uh when Dumbledore tells Harry about the Horcruxes and uh, Harry finds out he has a piece of Voldemort in him. He's like, I have a noseless bastard in me. <laughs> I was like, damn. That's so true. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, since we're on mm-hmm. character development, let's get in to our favorite, mm. favorite character in the entire series. Should have died in Pokemon. Ronald Billius Weasley. I have to disagree Billius. with you. <laughs> Billius. Yep. That's uh, his fucking middle name. I know. I disagree uh, with you. I yeah. think Ron dying in book three would have been way too soon to yeah, up the ante. Because you've got to remember, books one through three are very much kid-friendly. Book four is where it starts to change. I would say the end of book three is where it starts to change because you have Peter Grohl. Pettigrew, well, here's the deal. If Sirius and Remus came in there and just murdered Pettigrew, like cold blood, like, fuck it, I don't care. Yeah. I would say yes, at the end of book three, it started to change. It was book four where the tone started to shift darker. Yeah. Book three set set it up. Book three gets the assist for assisting book four in getting darker. But book four is where the series takes the turn. Where it goes from, oh, school hijinks to this is life or death. And now you are being hunted by a dark lord and you have no fucking clue why and no adults in your life will explain it. And then we're going to send you back home after you just watched a friend get murdered and a dark lord use your blood to rise from the dead. Have a nice summer. Go back to your abusive relatives. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Oh, all your friends and everything? Yeah, they're going to be living in uh, your godfather's house. Not you, though. Even though no one knows where it so is. So we're going to tell your friends not to write to you because and leave you alone and in the dark. Bye! We're also going to stage a rescue for you after you've been attacked by, um, by uh, Dementors. Yeah. And you had to defend yourself and your cousin who you hate because the but the one guard could. that was watching you was actually a unreliable thief. Yeah, and so we we're going to we're going to send um our most unreliable member to guard you. You know, instead of having the orders <laughs> the, the the trained members take the train members. We're not going to have any of the Weasleys. We're also not going to pull you from the house that provides mm. protection for you and take you to this even more secure house because the blood wards that protected you now don't do shit because Voldemort has your blood in his yeah. veins. Congratulations, yeah. Voldemort's now your son. 
<laughs> oh my god, god Mortis Harry's son. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I mean <laughs> it's uh, you're not wrong. Is that a line? It's either that or, or brother. brother. Let's go with brother. <laughs> Nah, son makes more pe- people more uncomfortable. It does, yeah. But, um, but yeah, it, we're we're off topic. Ron, mm-hmm. Ron should have died in book six. Yeah, first battle of Hogwarts. It should have been Harry turn. I think I said this before in an episode of the podcast. Um, but Harry, Harry burst down the stairs after after breaking from the spell that Dumbledore put him on. After the spell breaks from Dumbledore put him under. And then runs down the stairs, chasing after Malfoy and the uh, Malfoy, Snape, and the other Death Eaters that were up there, frantically trying to catch up and get help. Trying to frantically catch up and avenge his fallen mentor, who was instrumental in the abuse he suffered, mm-hmm. the at least minimum mental abuse, physical abuse, and was responsible for sending him back there every year for the past six Same. years yeah and was responsible for the one putting him in that situation in the first place also never got his godfather his legal trial despite being the head of the international wizard the icw and the chief warlock of the Wizingamon. but disregarding yeah, yeah that, of course also who also never, never assisted trained him, him in anything except gave him some background lessons on Voldemort. And when times got tough, Dumbledore did what Dumbledore does best. He left teenagers to deal with it. <laughs> and, cough, cough, cough. Order of the Phoenix. Cough, yeah. cough, cough. Um, but yeah, so he goes running down the stairs. He goes running down the stairs to avenge this man who he really should not give two flying fucks about. Chasing down these Death Eaters, turning a corner to see Ron, Ginny, Luna, Neville, Bill, Remus engaged Mm -hmm. with some other Death Eaters. Harry, turning the corner, finds an opportunity, cuts down a Death Eater. Cuts down a Death Eater with a cutting curse to the back. Just splits him right open. Sectum Sempra just... Drops him. This causes everyone to snap to get come out of surprise because they were not expecting it. Harry seizing the advantage, blasts another Death Eater apart with Bombard. After the second Death Eater falls, Bellatrix Lestrange screams because that was Rodolphus and um, Rebastian Lestrange that Harry just killed. Bella screams, "You filthy mu- mm-hmm. son of a mudblood whore!" And then just launches a killing curse at Ron. What a good devil. At the at the group. Ron is too Ron is mm. in the direct line of sight and just takes it in the chest. While everyone's surprised, Neville leaps up and goes, You bitch! And just starts casting spells and he's launching them at her. Fucking catches her in the throat and she starts bleeding out on the floor. The other Death Eaters at this point are now surprised because, first off, three of their number are dead. All three Lestranges are dead. There's a dead Hogwarts student, and Harry Potter is in shock, 
Neville Longbottom starts just throwing curses. Bill Weasley's right next to him, just fucking eviscerating people mm-hmm. with his vast knowledge of curses. They just turn tail and run. That one of them escapes, nameless defeater number five. Harry snaps out of it when one of them explodes in front of him, covering him in gore. He bursts forward, Neville and Bill following him. Luna and Ginny are, are next to Ron, trying to get him to come wake up, but he's not waking up because he's dead. They chase him down. They chase down the other Death Eaters, casting all manner of curses and spells and all sorts of magic at him. Uh, and that's how Ron should have died. Yeah, it is how Ron And that's how Harry die. should have killed his first man. Or, you know, Harry turns the corner to see Ron engaged with another Death Eater. Him, him and Neville are, him, Neville and Hermione are back to back, dueling each, dueling six Death Eaters at a time at once. The three of them are overwhelmed. A spell come, a unknown spell slams into Ron, throwing him back against the wall with a sickening crunch. Ron slumps to the floor, a trip, a trail of blood on the wall behind him. Harry roars in fury and just starts cutting, cutting him down with Sectum Sempra. Just kill, lays, lays waste to them, and in their shock, the other Death Eaters at being kill, attacked from the back stop. And seizing the moment, Neville, Neville just rips into the rest of them, wiping the floor with them. Harry and Neville continue forward chasing after the other death eaters with chasing after snape and malfoy chasing after them bada bing bada boom there you go now would have made now you have better now you have a fantastic opening of neville was part of the ministry crew when Mm -hmm. when they went to the department of mysteries neville was forgotten about in book six yeah, it's plain and simple. He was just forgotten about in book yeah, six. He was, and they, it sucks. He it was is... brought back up in book seven as the leader of the re- of the resistance, resistance. Yeah, at Hogwarts, inside of Hogwarts, and it's like, dude, Broski, I get it. <laughs> like, but could you just imagine the pure raw anger of we may disagree with Ron being Harry's best friend, but Harry. But Hermione, Ron, and Neville all just fighting back to back, which mm-hmm. is why Neville would go with them on the quest, and Harry would be like form a bond of brothership with Neville because in that moment Hermione was just floored because Ron is dead, the her yeah. crush is dead. She slips into a deep depression that Harry and Neville have try and get her out of, and Harry's also in a deep depression. Neville, who was friends with ron but not super close to him like the rest of the golden former golden trio is consoling hermione and helping harry and in doing so hermione and neville form a great relationship and then they live happily ever after yeah and then harry can still marry Ginny, or it can be a dark spot in their relationship that Ron died, and then you keep Fred alive because fucking hell, kill Percy, <laughs> not Fred. Fuck. Oh yeah, did Percy? I can't remember off the top of my head at the moment, but did Percy uh participate in the final battle? 
he did participate in the final battle. He yeah. made up with his family because it was Fred, George, and Percy fighting the Death Eaters yeah. that when Fred died. Yeah. Oh, missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Could you just imagine though, the falling rocks that killed Fred, or the spell mm-hmm. that kills Fred? Yeah. What is your is your Percy? Word? leaping in front of the spell, trying in vain to cast a shield to protect his younger brother, just leaping in front of the spell and in, in dying in person and dying in Fred and George's arms going, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. it definitely. I love you. And, mm-hmm. and all of the years that Fred and George tease them and everything, they teased yeah. him bullied treated him like older younger brothers treat older brothers like all of the years that they played pranks on each other at the end of the day they were still brothers and you get this fantastic send-off for a character that frankly nobody liked but everyone loves the twins and you get this moment of oh my god that's right percy genuinely cares and he did care for them and he he gave his life to protect the twins and the twins are now eternally grateful to Percy. And like, there's like the twins have an argument over like, who's going to name their kid Percy. Mm -hmm. Like that would have been fantastic. Yeah. There's, but no, they killed Fred. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. I can always say they. Rowling killed Fred. Rowling killed Fred. Which sucks. She killed Fred. I liked Fred and George. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I just uh, think. Alright, you let's, know. Let's yeah. Okay, you go. I was gonna say, I quickly. You know my opinion on Ron. I never really cared for him. I thought. Yeah, I, Neville, I don't think a lot of people. Yeah. Neville is so much of a more. And Better here's why I say Neville. Ron. Yeah. Here's why I say Neville. Because Neville fills the role that Ron filled no, in the I, Golden Trio. Because I, if yeah. you look at the Golden Trio, it's a muggle born, a half blood, and a pure blood. blood. Yeah. Neville easily would have been a better choice because he would have easily fit in. Neville is also was a potential your, child of the prophecy. Yeah, he would have bonded, and I can't remember if it's fanon or not, just because it's been so long. I've actually checked, but Harry and Neville, Harry's godmother was Alice, right? Is that canon? I can't remember. I think point. that's fanon because I yeah. looked under Alice's profile. Mm-hmm. I loved the idea because it you would know, make they sense were... too. Alice, depending on, I don't think it's said when she graduated. It does. It's also yeah. not said when Frank graduated. Yeah. The only people you know who graduated of that era were when James, mm. Lily, and the Marauders, Marauders all graduated. Marauders, Snape, and... That generation. Yeah. So, we really don't know when... Honestly, we don't even know the ages mm-hmm. off the top of my head. I mean, we don't know, like, Bellatrix's age in the books. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know anybody's ages in the books except for harry ron hermione neville mm-hmm. marauders like, we can we can uh we can do the math 
Yeah. But, but yeah. At the end of the day, like it makes sense that in fan fiction that you can have the Marauders be going to school with Lucius Malfoy. Malfoy yeah. And Narcissa Black and Bellatrix Black and Andromeda Black. And just having them be all different ages of like this is how it is because we know bellatrix is the middle child andromeda was the eldest and narcissa was the youngest of that crew we knew Mm -hmm. regulus was younger than sirius how much younger because yeah so i mean the the age thing is that if people the fact that some people you complain about oh the ages don't make any sense in this fic well they actually make perfect sense when you consider we don't know their ages in canon yeah so, but it's but going with this of mm-hmm. frank alice frank grad was a year older was in a year above the marauders nice. and alice and let's mm-hmm. just say alice was in the same year as that she was friends with lily throughout hogwarts mm-hmm. it would make she was a gryffindor like like Lily and the rest, like Lily, yeah. Lily latches onto her and is like, yes, you are my friend now. And Alice is like, yes, you are my friend now. And they're oh. best oh. friends. Yeah. In my head, I just imagine they just like, they meet, look at each other. And it's like that meme where it's like the person picking You're up. You're my friend now. now we're, we're having soft tacos later. later. That's all I imagine. <laughs> yeah. That just well, shows you how bad I've been A little today. bit more. A little bit more than yeah. that, but you know, but like they're best friends all throughout Hogwarts. Yeah. They get out. Alice joins the Aurors alongside her longtime boy, her long distance boyfriend, Frank, who she was dating since fifth year. Mm-hmm. Lily, Lily is worried about James, who's also joining the Aurors alongside Sirius. She's doing fuck all who knows. Yeah. Um, She's doing whatever she's doing. And then she's bonding with Alice because she goes to Alice and goes, oh, my God, Alice, I'm pregnant. And Alice goes, me, too. And they're like, oh, my God, our kids are going to be best friends. Mm -hmm. And then they get told that there's a prophecy involving their potential children, their children. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, my God, like, well, you're obviously going to be the godmother of my child, and you're going to be the godmother of my child. And it's like, duh. Yeah, it's... um... I just think that makes so much more sense, and it would have been so great to, like, book seven, book six, you start including Neville more, and Neville's kind of getting involved. And, like, Neville would be gung-ho about, yeah, Draco's a piece of shit. 100% he's up to something he would be in Harry's corner but Harry doesn't involve anybody but Ron and Hermione yes I hate oh my god I hate the fact that that's the thing too it's like we were talking about that before like Harry in book one that makes sense you know like he's coming out of a really crappy household where the lack of a trust for adults is there as well as like he doesn't know what to do not and like to him all this is new so being told by a well, professor like don't worry about it it's being taken care of would make sense for an 11 year old like oh okay well, well also there's the aspect of 
Neville in book one describes like how he was also borderline abused as a child. And mm-hmm. one would think that Harry would kind of like gravitate towards the kid with the sketchy family at life because yeah. he's a kid with a sketchy family life. Like one would think that he would include Neville more because he would remember of like, he would remember being the kid with no friends and he would see Neville all by himself. Like maybe a couple Hufflepuff friends, but none in Gryffindor. So why is Neville just abandoned? And then in the end of book one, Neville shows bravery trying to stop them. Like you're going to like, granted wrong reasons, house points, not Mm. all that important. But, like, still, like, showing that, like, the backbone, like, I would think Harry would respect that. Like, no, this this kid cares. Like, he cares about us. He's like, you guys could get expelled. And they're like, we don't care. We're saving the Philosopher's Stone or the Sorcerer's Stone, depending on what country you read the books in. Yeah. But, like, we're doing this. And Neville's like, no, you're not. And he draws his wand. And Hermione's like, Petrificates don't count. And then they just leave him on the floor, which is dick. Move. Yeah, does anyone ever like? How long would he? Obviously, out? the spell wore off. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine, like, <laughs> okay? Could you yeah, just imagine for, like forty being minutes, a... and someone like walks no, down no, just to see imagine, you? Imagine, just imagine that the spell didn't wear off to like six, seven in the morning, yeah. and like a seventh year comes down and goes, what? the fuck just happened oh my god we're forgetting oh Oh. i'm gonna go get mcgonagall and then they step over you (laughs) go get mcgonagall mcgonagall comes in and goes what the hell happened to you like does some diagnostics does the counter curse he's like harry Harry Potter, Hermione, and Ron have gone after the... Harry, Ron, and Hermione have gone after the... Philosopher Stone. And McGonagall's like, first off, you didn't hear anything to the seventh year. Second off, it's been dealt with. They're fine. Where are they? The hospital wing. How are they fine? (laughs) I like to imagine, like, that spell, it doesn't, like, remove the feelings, though. So, like, you're screwed if you get an itch on your nose. You you sit you're just laying there, your nose is itching. And now yeah. you're just like yeah. I'm I can't do it. I, I can't scratch it. This is Yeah. No, but like the proper torture curse. So great. Especially after book five. Like the yeah, fact yeah. that in book six, Harry has Harry has Hermione, Ron, Luna, Ginny, and Neville. Yeah. Like and doesn't do anything. He's got five people with, who just fought and bled by his side. There's a line from Game of Thrones: "You find your true friends on the battlefield." Yeah. Harry found his true fucking friends. Those five motherfuckers right there literally went to war with him. Yeah, like uh... the fact that also that like they didn't include a Hufflepuff in there. Like yeah. swap like add in add in Susan Bones. Mm-hmm. Hannah, Hannah Abbott. Abbott. Like Justin Finch Fletchley. 
mm-hmm. who I believe was a Hufflepuff. Uh, yeah. Add, add in a Hufflepuff, for fuck's sake. Like, there's a reason people shit on Hufflepuffs, and that's because they didn't do jack all throughout the entire series. Because you know why? Because Rowling completely fucking forgot about him. Yeah. Hufflepuffs mentioned the most in the beginning of the books where Harry's actually present for the sorting. That's yeah. the most that Hufflepuffs talked about. That in book four, when all of Hufflepuff turns against Harry because of Cedric. Mm-hmm. Also, Cedric said dick for not put it, stamping that down. Yeah. What the hell, man? But still, like, include Hannah Abbott. Include Susan Bones. Include Justin Finch Fletchley. Include somebody else from another house. Have three of the four houses represented. For fuck's sake, add in a Slytherin even. Yeah, you mean like, to tell me that in the all, book, every single in Slytherin... In the books, Blaise Zabini, Blaise Zabini was not described as part of Malfoy's gang. Yeah. I, I think he hung out with them because that's what every Slytherin did. However, Blaze sneaking off and like forming a secret like friendship with Hermione or something or Neville or something like their cousins or something, you know, mm-hmm. like would be cool. Granted, would it make sense for the story? Not, Not really. really. Yeah. But would it be cool to see Slytherins? more in a better light yes i um i think we beat this force to death yeah what's the uh what's the next topic here's uh, we're just gonna get angry about it what what would you what would we change in canon oh that's a tough one i'm gonna let you go first because i've kind of been dominating this conversation what i would change in canon hmm I think I would have more. I'm probably going to talk about that. Oh, uh, have more of the other country, like other schools of magic involved. That would have been nice to see. Nice to also like. Here's. Here's the problem that I have with that aspect. Yeah. Hogwarts has enough students to field four Quidditch teams. Mm-hmm. At least okay. with the war aspect. It's very clearly showcased mm-hmm. in book four that transportation across countries from other from Bulgaria oh, yeah. is quite easy. Mm-hmm. Hell, port keys exist, the flu yeah. network exists, apparition exists. So instant transportation across the world potentially, because we don't know the limits of port keys, keys apparition, yeah. or the flu di- flu network. We can assume that flu networks have to be all on one central network and you have to connect to the central network and then mm-hmm. that's kind of like kind of like a landline. Yeah. You're not going to run a landline from England to France. No. You could call a landline in France, but it would be a relay. So you'd have to have a relay station mm-hmm. to France, which would make sense that the closest spot from English to France has a has a flu point. You flew to that, you flew to France, and then you could flew around France, and then you could go 
via that way and that's kind of a public transportation system yeah um... or you could take a port key to france meaning mm. which is quite popular as there's many pro teams, teams. yeah why is there no inner school like school on school quidditch tournaments mm-hmm. i mean having the the hogwarts students play each other for say you join the team you only play like year, one or two like you don't play a lot of matches you play four games yeah. four matches maybe eight at the max yeah which is throughout barely... the entire school year that's throughout the entire school, school year, year yeah. that's not even like you play eight matches in eight weeks that would be a regular sports season yeah, yeah. like you have eight games in eight weeks you you're playing quidditch throughout the fall mm-hmm. or you play quidditch in the spring or quidditch course, is a year-round yeah. sport more like, sports would have also like, been nice I, I mean it's just world building and I, I that's just know. that that's another thing is world building like yeah the fact that we don't know anything really anything like we know france has magic has a magical system we know bulgaria yeah, has a magical one, yeah. system what about spain we know america does what about germany yeah we know we don't know in the books though yeah America is never talked about in the books. Yeah, never it's not once. until Fantastic Beasts, and even then. We don't know if Switzerland has one. We don't know if Germany has one. Like, we know jack shit all about anything outside of England. And even then, we know jack shit all of about England. the English <laughs> wizarding, wizarding system. The fact that Harry comes in as a muggle-born who is famous and he tries to buy extra books and Hagrid's like, no, like, mm-hmm. bullshit first off. You should have been encouraging him to buy books. We should have learned a shit ton about the magical world, how it's operated, how it's run. Yeah. Is the is the Wizengamot elected or is it hereditary? Is it... Is it passed down from son to son? What about the Hogwarts Board of Governors? Like, is that a hereditary seat or do you have to be elected? Can you buy, can you, is it a passed downable thing? Like, what's the deal with that? Was Abraxas Malfoy on the, on this council, on the school board? Or yeah. was, or was Lucius the first Malfoy on there? Like, wh- okay, what, okay, so the limit that theater's here? got off. What's the limit? Is there a term limit? Is, how long has August like is like Lucius Malfoy was a convicted Death Eater? Now, granted, he got off on the Imperius Curse, but also the Imperius Curse defense is the shittiest defense I have that ever heard. That is the. And I, I didn't do it. It was my it was. cousin. And I completely understand that it was done intentionally to show the incompetence of the ministry, but also at the same time, like. The ministry was taking it's implied that the ministry was taking massive bribes, bribes yeah. to let these people off. But here's the deal. I was in America during the war. My brother, his wife, and his kids were in Britain. Mm-hmm. I don't have a brother. Okay. But my the rest of my family was in Britain. 
I went to America right after I graduated Hogwarts. I wanted to become a professional Quidditch player. So I went to the American League because I got an offer from the Washington Lightnings. And I was playing Quidditch in, (laughs) in Washington throughout the entire war. Come to find out that my brother and my entire family was killed by Death Eaters while I was gone. Mm-hmm. I am now the last remaining member of my family. Come back to Britain, put their affairs in order. Voldemort's dead. Hooray, hip, hip, hooray. I'm reading the British newspaper because I heard through the grapevine that a bunch of Death Eaters got arrested. And they name names. And it's Lucius mm-hmm. Malfoy, Theodore Nod. It's the Caro twins. It's the, all these people that you're reading about. And you're like, good. I hope they serve life in Azkaban. Those bastards deserve it. And then they get out. And then they get off on the Imperious Curse. And then you go, you go to the ministry and you put in a request to see the court transcripts. And you're a decently well-known Quidditch player. And they're like, yeah, sure, here you go. Here's the court transcripts. And they'd ask zero questions. And mm. it's like, I was Imperious. Well, okay then. <laughs> Free to go, Mr. Malfoy, please. Uh Drop your gold off in the box next to the next to the podium, and uh, we'll see you uh, next week for the Wizengamot meeting. Yeah, and it's like you restart reading through that, and your blood just starts boiling, deep rage just consumes you because that motherfucker could have killed your brother, could have killed your parents, your niece, and your nephew, like. These motherfuckers are murderers. And they were imperious. You didn't use Veritaserum on them. You didn't ask them how how they got imperious, when mm-hmm. they got imperious, who imperious to them, why. And now they're just going to get to go walk scot-free? Absolutely not. The fact yeah. there was no vigilanteism after the war of people who had it up to here and now they have names to the maskless faces to the masked faces they have faces and names and let's be honest lucius malfoy would be strutting around like a fucking peacock in diagon alley and how hard would it be to just walk out of flourish and blots and see lucius malfoy walking down the streets and it's like Bombarda. The fact that nobody did that. The fact that nobody did that because it was very obvious that a lot of people got off on the Imperious Curse defense. Caused the ministry a lot of trouble, that one. Did it? (laughs) Did they actually take time to investigate these claims? Yeah. It's just... It's so mind-bogglingly annoying and i get it it was set up to show that the ministry was incompetent incompetent and and corrupted corrupted and all that but like honestly the fact that after seeing death eaters walk the fact no one did anything no one did anything like grandparents of children of people who had been murdered augusta longbottom didn't didn't do anything augusta longbottom served on the wizengamot with these people for years they know bellatrix is the convicted death eater 
once fucking went pump her ass it. with the juice. We'll find out who's who. Also, the fact that they just didn't kill the Lestranges mm-hmm. or Crouch. They have a veil, veil of death yeah. <laughs> that is instant death in their basement. Yeah, we like, got this. Yeah, um... nah. yeah, nah. We're just going to stick them life in prison for ruining the lives of hundreds, four people, yeah. of hundreds, killing dozens, torturing to insanity two oars. Like, I, I don't imagine. We, I, like, I've sent you the memes plenty of times, but like that one American that comes in and yeah, the American in Hogwarts. But he, I like Potter, Potter. I got you a gift. It's a Barrett fifty cap. I got some new ones that send you. No problem. No problem. One shot and he's fucking pink miss. I got some new ones to send you later. But my my favorite part though is like I like to imagine the American that came to Brim. Who like is doing like a work study, and they're like, "Yes, we are letting these guys go to Askaban, um, no asking on the ban." And it's like, "Well, what about the veil of death we got downstairs? Uh, we don't talk about that. That's in the or, Department of or, Mysteries." Or, or you have the Aurors who work on Askaban never once. Was Angel of Deathing these people? Yeah. Like, here's your food. Here's your food. Defendo. And it's coated in poison. Yeah. And they just die. Yeah, for some reason, all there the Death Eaters suddenly just peeled there over go and the died. Oh, what happened? There goes yeah. Rookwood. Like, all of these people just start dying in Azkaban. Like, nobody did that. Well, it could have been traced back to them because uh, they could have done an autopsy, like the wizards are going to do a fucking autopsy. I don't even think they have that. (laughs) Like, they're going to run a blood test. This isn't a Harry Potter fan fiction (laughs) where they're going to run a Gringotts blood test to see, oh, you have... They have... Traits amounts of rat poison. Golden... Golden mouth golden spider poison in their systems it'll shut down the systems and it'll make it look like a natural death but if you do this test it it shows up clearly it's a fast acting poison you have to really it goes in kills the body and then burns up instantly but you have if you if you act fast enough you can get trace elements of it then there's the goblin mm-hmm. next to the next to the next uh, the next stall over yeah this man was just uh, a vatacadabra Don't but like <laughs> seriously, yeah. like nobody, not a single order who served in the previous war, knowing that these men and women killed his brothers in arms, killed yeah. countless innocents, terrorized the country, and got off not easy, but they got to live while their victims are dead in the ground. You're telling me. That not a single one of them didn't kill them. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, is this the vengeance in me? Is this the American in me going? For sure, I'm a hundred. How dare you let them live? They were literal traitors, 
And what we do to traders in America to this day is still, if you are convicted of treason, the punishment is death. However, it doesn't really happen. Not really. But still. Still, the punishment for treason is death. And the fact that these people committed treason and they weren't killed pisses me off. You know what? I actually also, would like to know what Britain's uh, punishment is for treason. I would. Uh, it's probably death. A lot yeah, of countries, countries yeah. don't don't abide by treason. I mean, Quickly, I can tell if you, you're, Russia's, yeah, <laughs> if you're if British, you're British, let us know. Oh yeah. I mean, we could always ask a bunch of Brits, but like we could always Google it too. We could. That's too much work. I want someone to DM. Regardless. Um. Also, power scaling. Oh. Uh, don't get me started. Oh, Harry, Harry at the beginning of the series is just as capable as Harry at the end of the series. Yeah. The curse that fucking kills Voldemort is his own curse. But the curse that Harry countered with was a fucking Expelliarmus. Mm-hmm. Harry's go-to spell is fucking Expelliarmus. Dude, screw that. I'm using a Vatican. I'm using the Killingers if, to fight a Killingers. Harry. Harry had access to Hermione and the Black Library. <laughs> I like that. Harry had access to the Black Library and Hermione. A second Harry's... library. He had two libraries. Harry. <laughs> Harry never used the cutting curse they learned in first year. The cutting curse that he learned from Snape. The cutting curse that he learned from the Half-Blood Prince who turned out to be Snape. Yeah. He never used a blasting hex. Yeah. He used stunners and expelliarmus. He never used banishing spells. Yeah. He never used curses. Can you imagine? It's like, yeah, uh, when you face up against Harry Potter, just, just wear a Wii remote strap. You'll be fine. Just attach. Uh, so what you're going to do is we've got a. We're going up against Potter. Oh, shit. I hear he's good. He killed a Dark Lord. No, he cast Expelliarmus at a Dark Lord and the stupid fucker spell turned back on him. We still don't know how the fuck he did. It. <laughs> However, every other interaction, it's always Expelliarmus and stupefy. If you're in a team of three and it's just Potter alone, you got one guy to reanimate the other person. You keep a fucking lanyard on your one. He (laughs) launches it off. You grab it back up and you attack him. He'll be too stunned to move. Hell, if you get close enough, just punch him. Just punch him. (laughs) Kick him in the shins. He'll go down. Tell tell him his mom doesn't love him. Yeah, it's just... The fact that Harry uses schoolyard spells, like not even schoolyard spells, not even he taught himself Expelliarmus. He taught himself Stupefy, which you know on he their own right, taught, like on his own right, great in a friendly duel. Yeah, on the dueling circuit where your life is not on the line. I've ha- I've said this before when going into battle. There is not a single person on the fucking planet yeah. who would take a tranquilizer gun over a real gun. And Harry religiously uses a trank. Takes a tranquilizer gun. 
Yeah. Mind it, you, the mm. tranquilizer gun, everyone has the fucking antidote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone. And the antidote is instant. Stupefy, uh, enervate. Stupefy, enervate. Stupefy, enervate. You can't, you can't you can, bring him back after I stole him. It's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> However, we all agreed if you get stupefied, you stay on the launched into a rock wall, snapping their spine, and they're just done. Well, the fact that I can use basic uh, charms in Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy shows that basic charms are lethal. Yeah. And these are all taught to first years. All taught to Harry. Yeah. And first years and fifth years. Harry is a sep a sixth year. Mm -hmm. He's a sixth year when he fights Voldemort. He yeah. may be of the age of a seventh year. He's a sixth year yeah. in training, in schooling. Yeah. He would have known every single spell accessible in Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. Hell, the goddamn uh, Incendio. Crap, I'm gonna mispronounce words right now. Cindio was in first year. And in Hermione Hogwarts Legacy, it. it's used as a goddamn flamethrower. <laughs> Very short range, but yeah. can still do a ton of damage. <laughs> and, uh, and the fact that if you overpower a Luminos, create a, flash a flashbang. Yeah, Potter, you might have Lumos, but I got a bunch of things here. You pull a pin, it's a mini Lumos. It creates a flash and a bang, it'll completely ruin those fuckers. Well, it's shown that you can create a cracking noise with the wand. I don't know mm -hmm. if that's Fanon or Cannon. I think it's both. I think it's both. But, like, it, there's got to be a spell to make a loud cannon-like boom. Yeah. Well, but if just you imagine use, uh, so... sneaking in, yeah. like, Harry... Middle of the battle of like final battle, yeah. Harry's under the invisibility cloak, mm -hmm. drops Peruvian instant darkness powder, throwing everything into chaos, disperses it, boom, Lumos, Maxima, just everyone is stunned oh, except for him because he was prepared for it. Voldemort is caught off guard and Harry just goes in, Confringo, Dispulso, Leviosa, and he's just... Levy Corridor, and chain, he's just yeah. like, and he's chaining spells all first year, like first five, six years of Hogwarts spells, and he is just chaining spells, and he is like incendio, depulso, reducto, like just boom, 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 like chaining them after just literally doing the magical equivalent to a flashbang, and just eviscerates Voldemort. Ending it with yeah. like Expelliarmus, Stupefy, Dispulso. Like, he doesn't have to use dark curses. I'm not saying that Harry needs to use dark curses. He needs to. Wait, Harry needs to be using dark curses like the organ expelling spell no, and man. Avada Kedavra and, and Crucio. Like, no, he does not need to fight fire with fire. However, he does need to fight with more than a fucking Nerf gun. It's like, it is like, it's pairing a Glock 17 to a Nerf gun. Like, I might hit you in the, the eye, the I might irritate you. <laughs> you know. The levels of lethality are, in the event that he hit Voldemort with the Expelliarmus, what was he going to do next? Monologue for five minutes <laughs> yeah. when Voldemort grabs his wand again? 
wait for somebody yeah, else yeah. to come and finish him off. Like, what was he going to do in that situation? What if he has a second fucking wand, which he does? He knocks the Elder Wand out of Voldemort's hand, and Voldemort, without skipping a beat, mm-hmm. draws his his U Wand and just starts launching dark curses at Harry. And Harry is stunned because he just disarmed him. Mm-hmm. He should be harmless. But Voldemort's carrying two wands. And now Harry's dead. Because he just disarmed Voldemort. Instead yeah. of, you know, casting Dispulso and cutting off his arm. I like to uh, imagine, like... If Harry knew, like, he used some more power, I don't want to say powerful. Not even powerful, but more, powerful. yeah, more lethal spells. Effective. Effective, that's a better term. It would have also, you know, saved a couple more people. Just I mean, saying. Let's, let's look at it this way Harry in Malfoy Manor, during the Snatcher thing, mm-hmm. they're trying to run. Imagine if they created a kind of fire team aspect. Of Mm. Harry and Ron or Harry and Hermione start firing off Confringo, Dispulso, all of these lethal curses if they hit. Like, you take a two-foot gash across the chest if you don't receive medical attention quite quickly. Even if it only goes in a quart, half an inch, that is lethal. You're going to bleed out on the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. You catch a blasting curse to the leg and your leg is blown off. Your femoral artery has been severed. You're bleeding out. Never mind if it hits you in the head. That's just instant lights out. You're gone. Goodbye. See you later. Casting blasting hexes, throwback hexes, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. For fuck's sake, cast a tripping jinx while you're running back while you're running back at them. Like Mm -hmm. cast that at them. Like, because then they'll trip. Use the environment. Like, Use the environment. Throw rocks at them. Summon rocks. Wood. Conjure rocks yeah. and throw them at them. Conjure spikes behind you. Conjure caltrops. Learn to do that if in case of running. Learn to transfigure them. Transfer barbed wire and throw it at them. Transfigure the trees into a wall. Yeah. And I mean, like, granted, it's all again. It's also limited by J.K.'s writing. Um, I understand that, but, but it's like, like there's just could. so many things that like transfiguration could have been used a hell of a lot more. But again, Harry uses two fucking charms. Yeah, stupefy and Expelliarmus. But again, Hermione also does the exact same thing. Except mm. Hermione actually casts the killing curse. Yeah, she does. People forget that. Hermione was like... Also, the fact that the killing curse destroyed Harry's wand. Mm-hmm. Dumb. Yeah, yeah. It was an inanimate object. And granted, people, people take that to mean that the killing curse is stopped by inanimate objects, and it destroys them on impact. Okay. Mm. Typical fan inversion of that is if it hits a wall, it destroys the wall. Okay. How far does that extend? Yeah, that's true. It's not really described. I imagine it's only a couple feet. It, it, but No, no, no. Mm. Could I be wearing a shield? I, like, yeah. And have somebody hit me with a killing curse? The shield but should like, take it. 
the shield should take it. Also, arguably, if I'm wearing a t-shirt or robes, should it the killing curse hit the robes? To yeah. Destroy the robes and leave me fine. Like, why? Like, what's the ramifications of getting hit by a killing curse other than you die? Well, does it have to hit skin to kill me? Because Dumbledore blocks killing curses with rocks. And the mm. killing curses are unable to be stopped by any magical shield. Okay. I have an ordinary muggle shield. Yeah. Will that stop a killing curse? If I suit up in a plate in plate armor and I go and fight Voldemort and he hits me with a killing curse, will the armor take it or will I take it? Yeah, because it seems like clothes don't stop. Is it like do you, does it have to be like certain inorganic material? Well, yeah, like dragon hide. That's the case. Well, dragon hide would be organic. Yeah. Um, so if I rock up wearing steel plate armor or even chain mail like i got one shot before you get me but hell my guy i can keep conjuring shields all day yeah yeah also the fact that banishing's not used more yeah again it's it's just rowling creates all these things and then just forgets to use them oh yeah 100 percent. and like the fact that the da harry teaches them disarming and stunning yeah which you know it's like i get it you want to you want to teach them the basics first but like patronus good good spell patronus makes good spell to learn Um, but also the fact that harry just watched voldemort come back from life is being actively tortured by a ministry who's refusing Mm -hmm. to accept that voldemort's back harry is yes we're still going to maintain peaceful ways they can be redeemed, except for Malfoy, he's a cunt. <laughs> except for Snape, he's a dick. Like, except for those guys, they can all be redeemed in Ala Dumbledore's fantasy. Uh, like, yeah. Granted, that is more fanon than canon. It is, yeah. But it makes a lot of fucking sense that Dumbledore saw the good in everyone, even Voldemort, and it's like. No, Voldemort was a murdering sociopath who cared nothing, cared about nobody except himself in power. Yeah. I, it's, canon has, obviously canon has his issues, um, especially with Dumbledore. Um, I think that's a good uh, segue there, too, to, uh, I guess we can go to world building from that. Like, Dumbledore is such a major opponent of the story. Because he links both generations, or, or technically well, all my, three generations. My biggest problem with mm. the adults in Harry Potter is none of them seem to give a shit. Yeah. Molly and Arthur are the closest to giving a shit, but again, they've got their own problems. They got seven, they got five fucking kids at the yeah. beginning of the series who are living with them Mm. who are actively attending hogwarts who they have to provide all this stuff for like also like isn't arthur the head of the misuse of muggle artifacts yeah muggle artifacts not making that much why is he not making 
head money. Like, I get it's muggle, but like, still, I get that it's a small department, but in any other government, like muggle, more muggle nomad government, a head of a a department head Mm. is making the same amount of money no matter what department. Yeah. Now they can get the promotions. Of of sanitiz- sanitization yeah. is making the same as the head of the DOD. Yeah. And it's like, I get, like, yeah, you can get raises and stuff, but, like, the base pay... There'd be bonuses and stuff, but the base pay should be really good. Now, granted, it's not a very honorable field. Very, very few people want to be even associated with it. However, Arthur is over here living like a king because he gets to play with muggle contraptions all day. Mm, and gets paid for it. And gets paid bank. bank yeah. I get like, it. Like, you have seven kids. That's a lot point? of kids. That's a lot of kids. You, but like they should not be no. hovering. No. They should not be where they're at financially. Like no. the world building in that aspect of if they said that Arthur was a low-level clerk in the ministry and he was just a cog in the system, would wasn't have high sense, up, yeah. would have made more sense. Like, would have made a thousand times more sense that Arthur's just not making a lot of money. And so they live on little because Arthur just doesn't have that big of a job. And like, he's a low-level clerk in the misuse of muggle artifacts, which is a subset of the um, order department. Yeah. The, the DMLE. He is a low-level in a, in a sub-funded, in an underfunded branch of the DMLE. But no, Arthur is the same level as Amelia Bones. Mm-hmm. Or Rufus Scrimgor before he was minister. Yeah, it's why the fuck, like, and then it's described that the Weasleys' financial situation changed after the war because Arthur got a promotion, and I believe he was head of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement. Yes. Well, I would not so, have him as the head of DML. No. No, I would not. But, like, the fact that, at the end of the day, Arthur should have been making the same amount of money. Because he was also the head of a department. Was it a smaller department? Yeah, Yeah, but even small departments get the same pay as everyone else. And don't get me started on the whole, like, they won money, and then instead of saving it, they go well, instead of well instead of saving it and like they, they do some things right not even investments like at that point like yeah. money was tight so instead of saying oh yes we are going to put 500 500 gallons of this in the bank we're going to keep it there we're going to collect interest on it this will be a nice little cushion in case anything happens we'll have 500 extra gallons in the bank mm-hmm. for a rainy day in case something happens we're going to get Ron a new wand. We're going to get Ginny a new wand. We're going to get everyone a nice set of robes. Like yeah. the fact that they blew it all on a vacation when in all reality, How much Bill is, is yeah. making 
decent money. Like if he wanted them to come out, he could have invited them out. And like, again, it's like transportation. Galleon a night or Mm -hmm. not even for Harry to live at the three broomsticks. I think it was, I think it was a couple, uh, what's below gallon? Yeah. Sickles. I think it was like, it was like 17 sickles. For the night, and then it was a gallon. Sickles is like a gallon, I believe. That might be a word. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it's it was a gallon. Um, and then how it's when uh, everything's explained. That's when we get like the money equivalent, I believe it is. Yeah, but like, also the Weasleys return from Britain, and the first thing they do is they go to Diagon Alley and they rent rooms. Oh my god, it made no sense. They are financially tight. They are a poor family. They can barely, they could not afford to get their kids new wands. Charlie. New robes. Like, also, why did Charlie get a new wand? Yeah. This is my brother Charlie's, but it was also my uncle's. This is my uncle's old wand, but. My brother Charlie used it before me, before he got his own, before he got his own wand. That would have made a hell of a lot more sense than why did Charlie get a new wand and give Ron his? And also, if Charlie's only seven years older than Ron, Mm -hmm. why is his wand so fucked up? Yeah. What is he doing with that wand? Yeah, like, what was he doing to fuck it up so bad that he needed a new wand and that Molly and Arthur went also the fact that Molly and Arthur weren't saving for a wand, like Mm -hmm. the most important piece of a wizard's kit and assembly is their wand. And the fact that Mm -hmm. Molly and Arthur weren't saving Canutes to get Ron a wand. Yeah. I think it just tells you how like, I never would have been such this, a better choice. Like, well, show I'm not even Harry how like, to actually save money. And I'm not even saying that, like, them being poor is why they're so bad. I'm no, just saying they're that, like, bad with money, which is why they're poor. Yeah. And, like, the fact that nobody ever, like, Charlie and Bill are obviously well off. Yeah. They're. They're better off than their parents, which, considering, is not hard. They have a house that's not teetering. Yeah, Fred and George are easily the richest in the Weasley family with Weasley's wizarding wheezes. Percy is making money. Enough money to move out as an assistant to the minister Mm -hmm. and rent an apartment in London, live on his own, and afford all the things. We don't know we, Percy's yeah. thing. But we can reasonably assume that he's making equivalent to or as much as Arthur, if not a little bit less. Because let's just guess that the Weasleys own their home. Yeah. They're not paying a mortgage. They don't owe gets anything on the house. Like, it's been in the family for generations. That's why the way it is the way that it is. Mm-hmm. So they don't owe anything on the home. They're buying groceries. That's weekly expenses. That mm-hmm. obvious. Where the 
fuck is the rest of their money going? Yeah. Are they, is Arthur getting paid that little no. truly? Now, could it be that Hogwarts is expensive? Yeah, I yeah, imagine. But, but at the same time, but it's I like... would also argue that, like, would there not be, like, tuition assistance? Yeah, and even then, too, after Ron and Ginny go and once all the Weasleys are in school, that's 10 months where you're buying significantly less groceries and other. You're buying significantly less groceries. Hell, even when even when Ron is gone, because yeah. Ron's a pig, like uh, yeah. Molly's cooking only for Ginny and Arthur and herself. Mm-hmm. She's got like she sends knit sweaters every year for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Why the hell isn't she like selling these? Yeah. Like, and we see in the movies that the sweaters are knitting themselves. Yeah. It's not even like Arthur, who is a muggle enthusiast is not going, Oh yeah, Molly, these are really nice. You know, we could enchant like six sets of knitting needles. Mm-hmm. Also, what, is considered muggle and what is considered wizarding like yeah do the enchanted like the wireless like the radio i, I like to think that that is, that is that's muggle that's acceptable? a brand new I, I like to think that's something that's newer to the world's wizard world um and was brought over by a muggle born and wizards well, actually were like oh wow this is actually really cool well here's the deal the radio came after the phone. Yeah. So why do they not have phones? Yeah, if true. you're going to bring anything, instant communication, other than a, needing a fire, like, granted, instant t- transportation with just a fireplace, hell yeah, you have a fireplace in every wizarding home, like, mm. tons of advantages in that aspect. But, like, you're going to bring in the radio before the phone? Yeah, it's because imagine, imagine this. Sirius is living in his apartment, and mm. he goes to check on Peter, and he sees Peter is gone. Yeah. And he goes and he calls he calls the Potters, and he's like, "I got a bad feeling. Like, you guys okay?" And they're like, "Yeah, no. If you, if you got a bad feeling, come over." And here. Sirius and James sitting in the living room because Sirius had a bad feeling and Sirius and Sirius's guts never wrong. And now Sirius mm-hmm. and James are sitting in the living room waiting for something bad to happen. And all of a sudden they feel the words ping mm-hmm. and they're like, who's coming over? And Sirius looks out the window and he goes, Voldemort's coming over. And it's not, instantaneous oh my god fuck 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 yeah. it's lock this place down lily get the fuck out of here serious go go with them and J- and serious is and serious is like absolutely mm. not james you go shoves shoves james into lily with harry slaps a port key on him and and then is following them seconds later to an alternate safe house the fact that they didn't have an alternate safe house yeah that Here's the main house that they know of, and then here's an alternate one that only James and Lily know about. Mm-hmm. And like, again, we went over this last a couple episodes yeah. and, and another episode about the Fidelius. The yeah. Fidelius makes no sense. Yeah, the way know. that the Potters use the Fidelius makes no sense. 
it makes sense if the Fidelius has to be, mm-hmm. can't live on in the Fidelius area. But book seven shows that Bill casts the Fidelius over his house. And yeah, they live there. It's... Also, why couldn't you use a house elf? Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. The world building needs a lot of work. And the fact that it's a book series about magic and we learn nothing about no magic. magic. Yeah. Holy shit, do we learn nothing about it? We don't learn if it tires you out or if it's the act of casting the spells. We don't know if there's a limit to how much magic you can cast in a day. Is there yeah, exhaustion, stamina. like stamina, magical? Like people make fun of the magical cores in fan fiction all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. However, it makes sense because in every other fantasy magic system, there is a cost to magic yeah be it a physical cost a magical cost a energy that is only known to mages magicka that kind of stuff like there is a system in place there is if you look if you compare if you compare harry potter inheritance cycle D and elder scrolls Mm -hmm. what do all but harry potter have in common Inheritance cycle, magic costs energy. Yeah. And the more energy you have, the more energy you build up, the Mm. more that you practice magic, the easier that it becomes. So that way you could cast the spells in in the inheritance cycle quite easily and you can store energy in in gems and all that kind of stuff. Mm. In D&D, you have a certain number of spell slots. That is your magical reserve that you can only use so many of once once a day in elder scrolls you have magicka that regenerates yeah. over time but you run out of magicka you run out of magicka in the middle of a fight and it's not going to regenerate yeah. as fast yeah i think the fact that there's no like, consequence to it sort of takes away like I, and in the in the discussion that we had it was mentioned that magic had no consequences yeah there's the there's the very obvious consequences of the killing curse kills you, a cutting curse to the neck will yeah. kill you, a blasting curse to the chest will kill you. Like that's when a I, consequence. When I took consequence, I I think of it more upper as limits, self like consequence. Like yeah, there is absolutely nothing stopping somebody in the Harry Potter universe casting stupefy at a wall and over and over all and day hours. Yeah. For hours, I think the only the fact that their arm may get tired. I think the the only the only consequence we see is when Harry's trying to cast a Patronus the first couple times, and he gets tired, and he gets tired, which is the only instance of anything anybody getting tired. And we don't even we aren't given a proper explanation. We're just explanation of it, like it drains him. How? Why? Why? <laughs> it, does magic take energy? Is that why that they scheduled lunches? Like, mm. is that why like wizards are fitter because they're yeah. burning a lot of calories and energy? Is magic energy based? Is energy is magic and energy the same thing for a wizard? That's why they have yeah. to eat a lot, and that's why Ron is 
is as skinny as he is for how much he eats because he's practicing magic with Harry and Hermione. Is that why? Explain. I think Ron this. might have food magic. I think that's that's the whole takeaway. Like, <laughs> if if it was explained that like the Flash, wizards have to consume a calories, stupid yeah. amount of calories that's because they're like. They're eating full English breakfasts every day. They're having yeah. massive lunches and they're eating super hearty foods during and they're eating, they're snacking all day. And it's like, okay, that that makes sense because their magic comes from energy and they have to they their body uses a lot of energy when cat when casting spells. And so mm. a, a wizard like Slughorn can get fat because the magic he uses is in potions. Yeah. He doesn't use much wand there's no use for silly wand waving. Right. So he's not using a lot a ton of magic. So he can get fat and someone like Cornelius Fudge, who's not casting spells all the time, he probably yeah. casts a few spells a day. Him, like, so, but, uh Ludo Bunkman. Ludo Bagman, who also like Molly would it be would be an exception to this, but like Arthur, like people in their who've kind of just like they're past the school age where they're practicing spells in the common room, they're practicing spells in class, they're doing all this magic and it's consuming a lot of energy, so they have to continue eating, and it's like. That would be a great explanation. They all have super fast metabolisms because their body is just turning through this food and turning mm -hmm. it to energy. And that's what they use to cast magic. And that's why, say, Harry was so, was, couldn't, didn't adapt well to magic at first. And he had so few accidental magic because he wasn't fed. Yeah. And so his body just didn't have enough. That's why his. That's why his accidental magic was so tame. Like it grew, his hair grew back because his mm. body just didn't have a lot of magic to work with. Yeah. When he started going to Hogwarts, his magic got more impressive because he was eating three meals a day and snacking in between. And like chocolate has a lot of sugar in it, which is like yeah. instant, like instant metabolism, yeah. like Kickstarter, and that that's why you. Dementors drain the magic around them and like it, the depression and all that stuff. Like, cause cold, cause you can, cause cold takes away energy and that's their, mm -hmm. that's their magic. Like, that would be a fantastic explanation of yeah. Harry sits down at breakfast and like notices that like the older students are just eating a ton. And he looks over to Ron, who is also eating a ton, and he, he's like got like, two slices of toast, three slices of bacon and an and a egg on his plate. And he's like, right. why is everyone eating so much? And Ron's like, don't you know, like you have to eat a ton. So that way your magic will regenerate. Cause like, and then Hermione types in the know-it-all she is of, Oh yeah, no wizards have to eat a lot more than muggles because the magic burns energy. And if you don't, mm -hmm. if you don't eat a lot, like all this, it's like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Also, not hiding out in the muggle world during the horror crux hunt. Yeah. It's... It's just a pain in the ass. The world building, the fact that she showcased that wizards do not know how to act in the muggle world, but mm -hmm. two out of the three of the Golden Trio 
could very easily blend into mm-hmm. any English speaking country in the world. Yeah. Almost. I Almost. mean, they'd stick out a little in America because they're British, but you know, I feel like even then, um, it's, it's like, I, I know a lot of British people around me just cause like I live in an area that is close to like that whole mixing pot. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, I've met British people where I'm at. I've met Scottish people where I'm at. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it wouldn't be uncommon. It would be a little weird. And it's like, but still, like, well, I could tell you, like, an American's reaction would be like, oh, okay, they're British, whatever. Wow, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Well, got the funny, funny accent. accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just this. At the end of the day, Canon's just messed up. Canon is a mess. And at the end of the day, Harry Potter fan fictions are at their best. When they, when they take canon and they go, you're a great little foundation. Now let's build a house upon you. Because what Rowling did is she took the foundation for a mansion and she built a crack shack on it. So you were given $10 million. What did you make? Oh, I made a, I made a shack. I made um, a shack. I, I parked my double wide on it. But um, what? you had ten million. You were given a you were given a hundred thousand square foot concrete pad. Like, what about the rest of it? Nah, I don't need that. Made that a bath. Made that at the bathroom. Like, like that. The but that's seriously it. It's like she has a mm. she has a beautiful foundation for yeah. a wonderful world. And, like, Hogwarts Legacy is a great example of it. Like, mm-hmm. the story... Like, I'm not I'm not done with the story yet. Yeah, neither am I. But everything that I've seen, the world building, all of that, like, I will just... Give kudos going around and exploring phenomenal. Hogwarts has made the castle feel alive more so than the Harry the Potter world, the, the movies, the books. Like... I, it's just... There's so many missed opportunities because Harry never did anything. Yeah. Like he was given, literally given the keys to the castle. And what did he do? Nothing. He was literally by book three, by the end of book three, he had an invisibility by the middle of book three he had an invisibility cloak Mm. and a map that told him where every single person in the castle was where all that and And like what does he do nothing with it nothing and it's like i get it he he doesn't want to get in trouble and get sent back to the dursley so he keeps his nose clean bullshit bullshit Bull fucking shit. By his third year, he would know that he is practically untouchable. The worst that he'll get is detention and some points mm-hmm. lost. Yeah. And he knows that within the week that the points will be back because he'll do Hermione. something. Hermione will answer a question right. The fact that also that Harry is described as a decent student. Yeah. But like he's not studying magic. You take somebody out of an environment like Harry is in, send them into the 
magical world and told learn. And what does he do? He plays chess with Ron in the common room instead of being in the library, mm. consuming every book he can get his hands on, learning more about this world that he's been thrust into, like learning more about the first war, his parents, his family. Like, why? What is, what is the Potters an old family? We don't mm. know. Where did the money that his parents got come from? We don't know. Yeah, it's. It's... What did his mother do after Hogwarts? Mm-hmm. We don't know. What did his father do after Hogwarts? Oh, he was an Auror. Yeah. Okay, cool. Was he a good Auror? No, no. No, he was an Auror. Okay, cool. Um, was he an effective Auror? He was an Auror. Okay, cool. Um, what about my grandparents? What did they do? They existed. <laughs> they were there. Okay, where just do the potters come from generational wealth and that my grandfather just invested and was like living off the dividends. Like we, we don't know. Was my grandmother a healer? Was she a doctor? Was she a potioner? Was she a charms expert? What, what did she do? We don't know. Was my grandfather an or we don't know. What about my great grandfather? Like, what did he do? We don't know. Yeah. So do you uh... know anything, Harry? No. I got this cool coat cloak. I got a cool invisibility cloak. As tall as my okay. dad. Harry, Harry, you've met you now have met somebody who knew your parents. You gotta ask him about him? No. no. <laughs> you Harry, you just you, you you're like living with the guy who knew your grandparents. Are you going to listen to Molly Weasley who doesn't know your parents, your grandparents, and potentially about your family that you've craved knowledge about for years at this point? And not talk to Sirius about your parents and your grandparents and what they were like and learning more about your family. No, you're going to listen to Molly Weasley and clean a fucking house when you could be getting knowledge about your family that's been dead and you know oh, nothing about. I hated that part. Like, you can't do it with magic. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Uh, like even Fred and George weren't allowed to use magic, like yeah. which is bull fucking in the shit. in the black in the black family house, which definitely has wards to make it. You know, it's just well, it's unplottable and yeah. under a Fidelia's charm. I'm doing as much magic as I want. No one's gonna stop me. The yeah, no, and like the fact that Harry didn't go, Mrs. Weasley. I really want to talk with my godfather and learn more about my family, and the fact that she never even brought that yeah up. Like here is the one man in your Ooh. life, other, other than, than Remus, Le- yeah. Who, but more so than Remus, because Sirius lived with, with the Potters. Yeah. He knew Harry's grandparents. He knew Harry's parents. Remus could tell tell Harry about James and Lily all he wanted to. But it's not the same. But it's not the same. Because Sirius knew his parents and his grandparents. He could have told them about where did my grandparents live? I don't know. Where did Harry's grandparents live? No. I don't know. How did Harry's grandparents die? I don't know. Voldemort. Voldemort. How many people did Voldemort kill in the last war? How many people did the Death Eaters kill in the last war? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But do you know anything about the previous war? After Voldemort's resurrection, Harry should have gone 
deep diving into because it's shown that the Hogwarts library has old newspapers and like there's got to be statistics that you could have like asked Kingsley or Tonks or Moody like after he learned about the order in book five like what was the casualty rates what were what was effective Mm -hmm. like we're going to war like granted he's 15 at this point and traumatized as fuck but still the fact that Oh, Harry, you just witnessed the return of a dark lord whose one life, whose current life goal is to kill you. All right, now clean this room, please. Shouldn't I be training, like protecting myself, learning how to protect myself? No, you need to clean this room. Can I talk to my godfather who knows more about my family than even I? No, you need to clean this room. Yeah, it's. Can I talk to my friend? Uh, am I allowed to talk to my friends who, like, why don't we use the house self? Because that would be cruel! That's Hermione in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Like, what, why I, I canon makes so little sense. Yeah. And that's where I'm gonna end it. Yeah. Um... This was just literally an <laughs> almost hour and a half rant of me against Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but despite but, that yeah. all, Harry it Potter is... fan fiction is still my top fandom. Yeah, and it is our There's... job as authors, write readers, fans to kind of make up, uh, love and criticize. Guys. Yeah. So, but uh, with that, don't is... I don't want anyone to take this the wrong mm. way. I love Harry Potter. I love the yeah. basis of it. I love the fix that come out of it. Canon is just it's, so it, mm-hmm. it's Swiss a tangled, cheese has yeah. less holes than Canon does. Yeah. So we will but, end it on that. And we're gonna end Harry Potter on that. We've been had a lot of Harry Potter talks. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. have a maybe we'll do something different. Yeah. If you have any requests for topics for us to cover, mm-hmm. let us know. Yeah. 